This is Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, the lovely Desi. I know you hate when I say lovely, but I like to say that. I was going to say, I'm waiting for the day that you go, the one who annoys me right before the show. I would never. All day long. I say that enough, but never when something's being recorded. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm not not, going to go there. Had a little adventure the last few minutes. We, we did. Uh, it was kind of fun. Yeah. Had a porcupine walk through our yard, so we tried well, to... Well, did it walk through the yard? Yeah, it was in our backyard. Oh, and I didn't see it until it was, like, out of our backyard. But last week, I went, Ow, I think that's a porcupine over there. And you were like, no, it's not. And I'm like, I'm pretty positive. I couldn't... All I could see was, like, it looked like some bunch of grass or something. I don't it, know. It did look like dead grass because from our view, there's, like, the neighbor's yard it was on the Mm -hmm. sidewalk on the other side of the neighbor's lot and it's like a little bit of a hill up but even from inside looking out the window it almost looked like dead grass like a tumbleweed going but i'm like it's still spring and it rained it's been raining off and on and i'm like that makes no sense why dead grass would be just if this was like fall or end of summer i could see it because big clumps of grass whatever but yeah 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 so we took the kids in the vehicle and tried to find it tried to find it i'm just like uh don't hit it if it's in the road (laughs) because those things are huge yeah it was a a fun little adventure just i was standing in the bathroom looking out the window and hey look something's waddling through the backyard interesting i'm kind of glad we got to go through that because i knew the first reaction was it's gonna shoot quills at me so we got to educate the kids well they don't shoot them at you just don't stick your face in its butt like a (laughs) dog does (laughs) yes and watch the dog when we let the dog outside yes yes (laughs) yes anyway i believe you are first this evening i am yeah or this morning depending on when you're listening to this (laughs) well we're recording in the evening because you know we have to put the kids to bed first yeah otherwise they'd be in here going are you guys almost done yet? Can I have the computer now? I want to play Minecraft. Yeah. Or Roblox or whatever it's called. So, okay. Well, my first story is the science of cow friendship. Aww. Cow friendship? Yeah, they have best friends. No way. They do. Okay. Well, you have to think surprising. about it. Most cows are females. Yeah. You know, because there's... That one bull yeah. that usually you have in a stud of cows. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there was actually a research done on this. So cows, they're usually, if there's a, a group of cows and calves and there's lots of them, you usually mm-hmm. see they're paired together. Okay. So, and they always go to the same cow. Like, really? You always see the same two together. Hmm. I didn't realize that. I don't know much about cows, I guess. <laughs> so... Um, there was a, a study done where they took the two partner cows and they mm-hmm. put them in the same bin together for 30 minutes and they had heart monitors on them and their okay. heart rate was lower than normal. So, you know, they're relaxed, they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Then they put them, um, in another bin with a different cow that they're not used to being around mm-hmm. and their heart rates went up. Mm-hmm. 
so they were stressed out. They didn't be like like being along that alongside that bitch cow that they don't like who's talking about him on the other side of the fence. Freaking Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I mean it makes sense. It wasn't. It was a long time ago. I guess it was about. It was very early on, probably first ten episodes when I talked about the the farmers and I think it was Finland or it was Russia putting um, VR goggles on their cows to show them fields because they didn't have fields to be in. So they put VR goggles on just to relax them. Oh, those poor cows. You know, I even read somewhere like classical music will (laughs) relax cows and the REM. um, What the heck is that sad sappy song is the one that relaxes dairy cows the most and they produce more milk. Interesting. Classical music, but there's Mm -hmm. that one REM song. Oh, I can't think of it. What's an REO or REM? The only one I can think of is the end of the world. No, no, it's sad. And I even remember thinking in my head, like I could see the music and they probably don't know words if they're finding this. I'm sure. I'm sure. Relaxing because it was a very sad song. I'm I'm sure they have no idea what's being said. It's got to be just the music Music, itself. It's not the words because so... But yeah, they have determined because of the study, they're best friends. Hmm. So, and they even said that when cows, um, like calves, even they did a a Y maze. It reminded me of lab rats, like with the cheese, okay. the cheese. How quick are they to change? Yeah. Well, they said that when you put the two calves in a maze. Um, there's a white bottle of milk and a black bottle of milk and the black bottle is empty of milk. It has no milk in it. Mm-hmm. So the cows are always, or the calves are always going to the white bottle mm-hmm. and then they change it out at one point there after being accustomed to it for quite a while mm-hmm. and they change it to the black bottle having the milk. And they said, if it's a solo calf that's used to being on its own, mm-hmm. it takes the solo calf to figure out to go to the other bottle to remember there's the other bottle. Let's go check that out again. Okay. The two cows are more apt to figure it out quicker. Hmm. So there's lots of studies that they're best friends, but they always say two heads are better than one. I guess so. I guess so. It makes sense. You know, they're living, breathing beings. They've got some kind of feelings and I suppose being alone isn't nice for anybody. Well, we can't be the only intelligent species there is. No, no. Just because they don't talk our language doesn't mean that. I'm sure they could. They, I'm sure they dream of putting us in a maze and trying to do experiments on us. I'm sure they'd love that. Or they're sitting there all <laughs> relaxed, like there goes those stupid humans again. Yep. Always in a rush. Always. Yep. Hmm. That's cool. Cows. I thought that was kind of cool. I've always been interested in cows. It made me think of my bestie, and I was just like, I think so much better when she's around, but she is the brains. (laughs) 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 She'll even, well, she won't say that, but she'll even be like, you're the creativity, and I'm like, you're the English professor. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. So. Funny, funny, funny. All right. My first story. Your first story. Is it a downer after I, I uplifted a downer. us a little it bit? It is not like a downer at all. all need somebody. It is not a downer at all. I want to take you back. Back. All the way back to episode 20 what? of Outlandish Outcast. Okay. The episode was titled Tootsie Rolls <gasps> and Little Tykes. Tootsie Rolls. We did Tootsie Shots. 
Yes, we did. We did. With we the did. army men and the Tootsie Rolls. We did. And the tykes with the, the giant but the giant car, the little tykes mm-hmm. car. And during that episode, I talked about um, Forest Fern. I don't uh, remember that. but You will remember it because you've mentioned it recently. I did. Yes. He is, is it- a old man who buried a treasure <gasps> in the Rocky Mountains. Somebody freaking found it before <laughs> me! <laughs> no! I wanted to find that, but we never get out. So, quick quick recap. Forrest Fenn, he's 89 years old now. He's an antique and arts collector. Uh, during what about, t- about 10 treasure? years ago, about 10 years ago, he buried a, a treasure worth a pro- somewhere between one and two million dollars. I can't handle it. Gems and stones and gold and stuff like that. Somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. Uh, and then he wrote a poem about it, about where's the treasure written. It was in his freaking front yard. The, there was about 350,000 people over the last 10 years have went searching. I wanted to go sh- searching for it, but like on a trip. Yeah. We didn't make the trip. No. Two people did die hunting for the treasure. That's sad. Um, but last week, a man who does not want to be named uh, contacted Forrest Fern with pictures of the treasure found. Um, it was... Uh, the, the all he all all Forrest Fern was willing to give up to the newspaper was that the man was from back east, um, so somewhere on the east coast. Um, if it's somebody that listened to our show, I'm going to be so sad that you even <laughs> reported on it. <laughs> it was found um, on in in a park area in the mountains, uh, going up a set of stairs, and he buried it underneath a stair. Under a stair. Like under a stair. Weird. And it sat there for 10 years. 350,000 people what state? searched. Um, it, Colorado. It Colorado? Was, it was found in Colorado. So. I had a feeling it would be in Colorado. Yeah. yeah. But I just thought it was really cool. You know, we did this story, you know, early on, 20 episodes in. And all over my news feed Monday morning <laughs> this week. Treasure found, treasure found. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I know this story. <laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations, whoever won it. Yes, if yes. If you are one of our listeners, I want a finder's fee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was worth a shot, the Alan. Person, the person who found it did did credit finding it to um, Forrest Fern's poem that he had written. That's how he found it. But of course, a lot of people read that poem and only one person found it. Yeah. You did bring attention to the poem though yeah and uh it was a long shot but i had to try and forrest fern did bury this treasure the reason he buried this treasure was first of all to get people out exploring and looking at things in a different way and second of all it was shortly after the you know the last recession the economy went through and he thought that would be interesting for people to you know go out and look for their new fortune instead of worrying about life and all the other things like that I'm sad. So, it's a happy story. It's not it a sad story. It is a happy story. story, but we didn't even get to try to look for no, it. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We I did was kind of hoping to, to like go on a road trip out that way because we've been planning on going yeah. on a road trip out that way. And definitely this summer, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> no. But I was like, oh, we can look at the poem more then. Mm-hmm. And, and it's then definitely kinda... something I know you remembered. You mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. I know. I um, remember you after it. you, as soon as you said it, I'm like, 
Because well, I even remember asking, has anybody even found that? At that I point, knew no. We <laughs> were tracking the story. Like a few other stories yep. we had, like the kid from Minnesota who disappeared. You were Brendan Swanson. Yep. Yes. Tracking that too. So there's a few stories you have. Yep. So, so that is my story. Treasure found. No more need to go looking in the Rocky Mountains. Happy story, but it actually brought me down. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be a fun treasure hunt adventure, except the kids would have came home more disappointed because yeah, sure. we didn't find anything. I'm sure. So, well, my next story, it's it's not as interesting as the treasure. Okay. Uh, I wish I would have started with this. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the U.S. Post Service, as we all know, has been around forever. Yeah. And there have been so many different ways of delivering the mail. I came across two, and I was like, they still, well, one of them, I'm like, what? They still do that? And the other one, I had no clue it was even a way of delivering mail. I'm like, I only know one interesting way of delivering mail. I only know what donkey into the Grand Canyon. That's one of them. All right. So that one, I was like, okay, that seems so... Mm-hmm. It's actually been talked about in the news I read a lot lately because the president was on a spree of wanting to shut down the Postal Service. So people were, a lot of people were talking about how will these people who get mail in That's this That's where they get, get their, their food and stuff exactly. is through these donkeys because um, how many donkeys was it? I think it was like 16. There's one guy and he, they all like follow this guy and it takes three hours to get down the mountain. What a job. And that's 200 pounds of mail Holy every day. That's every insane. day. That's every insane. day. And that's because there's food and stuff involved with mm-hmm. this. Um, and just think, for 50 cents, you can send a letter along with him. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's then, crazy. <laughs> I don't think a postage stamp is 50 cents anymore. I think it's more. I just bought some the other day. They were 50, they went down. They were like 50, maybe 52 oh, they went cents, down? something like that. Yeah. Weird. They, they went down a little bit. Well, it takes five hours to get back up, even though they have just unloaded. Holy cow. But up is harder up than, is harder than down. down. Yeah. Well, unless you're running. Yeah. Down or is harder falling. than... Falling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever gets hurt falling. It's so, the smack of the ground that that's not really where I was going to start with the story, but sorry. you guessed the whole donkey <laughs> I'm thing. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's not like it throws me off. I mean, a little bit. It just kind of is yeah. all a little here and a little there. Um, I just thought it was kind of cool because um, I can't even say it, and I'm reading it. Fanat- fanatic. Fanatic. Okay. The bank teller tubes. Oh, uh, pneumatic. 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 The P always throws me off. It should be like pneumonia because it's the same thing. Um, But the tubes like at the bank. Mm -hmm. So back in the day, they don't have them anymore, but they probably still work or a couple of them might still work. Mm -hmm. But Boston, New York, Philadelphia, they had tubes. Tube systems, huh? Systems for delivering mail and stuff like that. I mean, we all have heard of air mail, um, Highway post office buses. Mm. There's these mailsters. They look like little. I don't know. <laughs> what I'm thinking is not <laughs> what it is. I guarantee it you. It looks like a little cheese wedge, like one wheel in the front and two in the back, and okay. it's like this little. It reminds me of they had them lined up in the picture, and I thought of the Shrine Circus right away. Hmm. I don't know why, but that's what I thought of. Hmm. Um. But the one that caught my eye originally, and then I 
found out about the donkeys and went, what? <laughs> I originally was going to talk about the nonstop boats. Boats. Okay. Boats make but sense. But they don't I stop. Mean, they don't stop. They don't stop. They just deliver. And I was like, how talented are these male people? Like, they don't hmm. stop. How do they not stop? And their regular mailbox is at the end of a dock. Except. So almost like a paper boy who just rides his bike and throws the paper. Um, doesn't really happen anymore anywhere but that I know. It's of, but it's a mailbox and you have to shut it. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So it's really weird. But Magnolia Springs, Alabama is the only one that has all year round. Hmm. Wisconsin now has Geneva Lake, Wisconsin. And this all started because there used to not be roads no. around the lake. Yeah, that makes sense. I've, I know of places like that. So it's it started like that, but it's still continued like that. So Genoa Lake or Geneva Lake in Wisconsin still continues it in the summer when the ice is melted. Okay. They don't have like somebody on a snowmobile in the winter. <laughs> and I have a feeling it's probably because these houses are more summer home, summer type home things. type yeah. things like cabins on the lake and it's your cabin you go see on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um. I find it funny that you know, there's all these exotic, not exotic, but really hard ways that we deliver people's mail. And we have both lived in a small town that said, no, we're just doing P.O. boxes. We're not delivering. <laughs> Which I think is crazy. Towards like, the end of living there, though, they said if you put a No, yeah, mailbox, now that they started allowing But you yeah. had to put a mailbox up yeah. so it could be a delivery it wasn't going to so be a it, walk so nobody had, had to get out of the vehicle exactly they could just deliver the box i just i find it funny that you know somebody can get mailed to the bottom of the grand canyon by a donkey but i couldn't get mailed to the to an apartment on a main street of a small town <laughs> nope wasn't allowed crazy even though it was delivered to the business that was attached to the building <laughs> exactly so I the mail the mail was there <laughs> did not understand that at all but yeah um Geneva Lake, though, I, I wanted to kind of mention this a little bit. They hire six people, and they're called jumpers because the boat doesn't stop, and the dock, the mailbox isn't actually at the end of the dock. They actually have to jump, jump onto the dock. Holy cow. And throw it in the mailbox and jump back into the boat. Before the boat. And you finishes. don't, and one thing I'm assuming a boat is like a car. You can't shut it off and turn it back on without wasting more gas. I'm sure not, yeah. So you're going to keep it going while a boat, <laughs> even if you pull the propeller out of the water, it's still going to be gonna moving stop. a little it's bit. It's going to still be moving. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. That's like, cool. So six jumpers. So if you live in Wisconsin by Geneva Lake and you're looking for a summertime job. Go be a jumper. And you want some good exercise, I'm sure that'll be it. If you're clumsy, I probably wouldn't apply. No. If you've ever been called Grace growing up, this is not the job for you. If you're clumsy and, and take that job, you better also be a good swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because somebody's going to have to go after that boat. Yes, yes. Cool, cool. Um, the mail, it's never... it. Never been a huge interest of mine, but since I now have a brother who delivers mail, I'm a little more interested in kind of the history of how it's done. And you're not really like interested. You're just interested because your brother talks about it. Well, yeah, it's you know something he talks about. He's interested, so I'm interested. You know things like that. Anyway, my next story is about something interesting happening in a store. What store? Walmart. No. Um. 
we have been together. You've been by yourself, and we have been together and talked about it on this show to Ikea. <gasps> I love Ikea. Yeah. And I can't wait to go back. Because you is, can't order Ikea because the shipping is outrageous. It's outrageous. You have to go there. And the nearest Ikea to us is uh, quite a drive. Three, so three four-hour hour drives, depending on the traffic. Yeah. So one of the things about Ikea is, first of all, they're huge. They're from Sweden. Well, yes, but inside the store, it's huge. They're, everything is extremely well Oh my God, are well you going to talk about the social distancing no. arrow where they placed it in the wrong spot and people kept going in circles? <laughs> no, I okay. wasn't aware of that. Okay. Um, all these, <laughs> <laughs> they have all these, you know, set, settings that are very well lit and there's not a lot of employees I, that I remember seeing around the store until you get the time to check like out. The, and there's well, no, they but, had them in like the kitchen and the bedding area. Yeah. But, I mean, throughout the whole story, you don't run into a lot of employees. Um, well, David Seeger, who's a filmmaker, decided to take advantage of this. And... Oh my God, was he making eggs in the kitchen? No. He decided to film a show called Ikea Heights. Oh, my God. It's a, a, it's, it takes place in L.A. It is a... Spanish language soap opera. They probably have a bigger store there too. And they, for the first four episodes, were completely filmed without permission <laughs> inside of IKEA. Oh my god! During shooting of the fifth episode, IKEA stopped them and said, "No, we're not allowing you to shoot in here." So they wrote in the rest of the script of the fifth episode. It's all done with people, two people talking as they walk through the store. So they could just walk through the store and not get kicked out and didn't have to hang out for a long period of time. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, the show is called Ikea Heights. It is located on Los Angeles' channel 101. It's a, it's not really a channel. It's a website. Okay, we does, might like, actually video. have to check that out this weekend. We can check it out this weekend. It's not long. It's like, they're like five-minute episodes. It's not like it's some long thing. But it's a professionally done, you know, show. <laughs> and he talked about you know, the reason he chose Ikea was for the lighting. Oh, my God. The space. And the employees didn't seem to pay much attention. <laughs> so he got, a, you know, he didn't have a big, you know, huge movie style video camera. It was more of a, you know, smaller, a little more subtle video camera. But I thought it was amazing that they were able to shoot uh, like the, the, first epi- ep- ep- the first episode. I mean, they're only five minutes long, but the first episode took like 14 takes to get through it. That's crazy. <laughs> and they were able to do that without anybody noticing that they were even there. The first scene they shot was in a kitchen scene, and it's a husband and wife arguing over why their faucet doesn't work. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you pay the bill? Exactly. Of course I paid the bill. I mean, it just I thought it was a really interesting idea for a show and to be shot inside of Ikea. It's called I- Ikea Heights on uh, Los Angeles' Channel 101. Oh check it out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll have to check that out. That's crazy. It gives me ideas. Yeah. So my last story was the first story I came across, and I'm like, can't not do that. So April 1st of 1957, the British news show off of BBC. Okay. Um, Panorama. 
Cananorma okay. no idea. broadcast the three there was a three minute segment about uh bumper spaghetti harvest in southern Switzerland. Bumper spaghetti harvest? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um the success of a crop was attributed both to an unusual mild winter and the virtual disappearance of the spaghetti weevil. <laughs> the spaghetti weevil? Mm-hmm. The audience heard Richard Dimbley, Dimbley, the show's high-respected anchor, discussing the details of the spaghetti crop as they watched uh, video footage of a Swiss family pulling pasta off the spaghetti trees and placing it in their baskets. And the segment <laughs> concluded with the assurance that for those who love this dish, there's nothing like a real homegrown spaghetti. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the Swiss spaghetti harvest. Our hopes... daughter would like a spaghetti tree if that's what they grow on. <laughs> <laughs> the spaghetti, uh, Swiss spaghetti harvest hoax generated an enormous response. Hundreds of people phoned BBC wanting to know how they could get their own spaghetti tree. Oh my God. Floored me. Totally floored me. Like, what? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh, wait, that's not the end of it either. Okay. So uh, to this query, the BBC, uh, they replied, place a spring of spaghetti in a tin um, in a tin of tomato sauce and hope for the best. <laughs> um, today, Kay. to this day, this panorama... I'm never going to say that right. Broadcast remains one of the most famous and popular April Fool's Day hoaxes of all time. (laughs) So it is still ranked number one out of 100. That Um, is hilarious. So Charles Jagger came up with the idea for the spaghetti hoax box. He was actually the cameraman for for BBC for Mm -hmm. this show. Um, So there were only two channels in the 50s for British viewers, and that was BBC and ITV. So there was about close to 10 million faithful viewers of this program. So that's about how many people have seen this um, at that time. So they filmed this on the the shore of Lake Lugano, surrounded by the evergreens, laurel trees. So he actually, this the Jagger, he actually flew down to Switzerland in the Alps Mm -hmm. and... They hung pasta on the trees, <laughs> and apparently it wasn't easy. There's a big, long story in here. You can go through and see how they did it because it was easy to get them on there, but the moment the noodles started to dry out a little, they'd hit the ground. So they had to, for filming purposes, they had tricks up their sleeve. Are you sure but it wasn't the spaghetti, whatever it was, that came by and took it? There's a video <laughs> on this link. There is a video. If anyone's interested in seeing what they shot and they they threw out there that night, you can go on there. I was watching it, and I remember looking at the trees going, what the hell is that? That's spaghetti? Like, it's in black and white, though. Yeah. But I was I was just flabbergasted. I didn't even know what to say, like... At first, it didn't look like spaghetti, but then they got a little closer, and I'm like, I think that's actually spaghetti. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, it, it was pretty crazy. Um, and then, of course, in this broadcast of theirs, 
the spaghetti they picked, they used or hung on the tree. Mm -hmm. They used to have a feast and they filmed that for it too. You'll see that in the video. Um, So Michael Peacock had kept up his decision to include all April Fool's jokes in the Panamora, I'm probably saying that all, (laughs) broadcast a closely um, guarded secret fearing his supervisor would veto the decision and he only told his boss, uh, Leonardo Mial, at the last minute um, so nobody else would even know that this was going to be an April Fool's joke. Um, But soon after the broadcast ended, BBC (laughs) began to receive the hundreds of calls. um, That's hilarious. And... Before transmission ceased at the end of the night, the broadcast night of the TV mm-hmm. show, um, they informed viewers of the hoax. <laughs> so yeah. sick of answering the phone, they were. <laughs> yeah, and it, this actually, a few other people tried to pull something like this too. Um, here, even in the United States, or it says in America, it could have been Canada. Mm. I don't know who Jack Parr is. Parr is. During the 1960s. Oh, must be United States because Johnny Carson also aired it reportedly. A week or so later, he had responded to an irate letter of people people who took it serious and thought he was making fun of of simple farmers. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, (sighs) it makes me go, what the fuck is wrong with you, America? Excuse the language. But, um, a week after episoding that or that episode of airing that, mm-hmm. they had to hold up the box of spaghetti and read the ingredients in <laughs> it, so that way people would know it is made. It is. It is not it's a product born. that's made. Not yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like seriously, like a Oof. week. Apparently, they kept getting irate calls. Like I can't get a spaghetti tree. It's really, people? Wow. This is almost as bad as somebody upset because people butcher cows when you can go to the store and buy the hamburger. <laughs> I've, I've actually, I know a lady once who complained about that. I know. Like, yeah, that's just crazy. Absolutely It's crazy. just like, seriously, uh, somebody's got to butcher the cow. Hate to break it to you. It's not factory made. Yep. <laughs> like, oh my God. Funny, funny, funny. All right, my last story comes... From my favorite subreddit lately. Your favorite? The, the Florida Man subreddit. Oh. <laughs> now, before I start this story, sometimes I do feel a little guilty. Yes, I understand. Because we pick on Florida? The reason there's so many crazy stories that come out of Florida it's is because... It's the heat and the humidity. No, it's because by Florida state law, everything is public. Anything that the police call the police Shut get is public. Up. That is why such crazy stuff comes out of Florida. That has nothing to do with this story. I thought it was the heat and humidity. No, it's because nothing is sealed. So every 911 call, everything, any incident the uh, police goes (gasps) on. I want to go to Florida and just make a random 911 call. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's all public record. So that's why so much crazy stuff comes out of Florida. They'll be like, what's your name? And I'll be like, it's Gladys. (laughs) Gladass, Gladys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I said my name is Gladys. Anyway, I was you know browsing through Reddit the other day and I saw a um, a title on a post and it just says Florida man 
wins the decathlon. Decathlon? Yeah, you know, like an event with a I bunch of events. I know what it is. Yeah. Okay. This is shock and surprise. Okay. Well, so I open it up and start to read. <laughs> and it, the title is, Florida man strips naked at flea market, steals car, breaks into home, rips out mailbox, kisses old lady, and gets arrested. Oh. <laughs> it was a decathlon. <laughs> So totally understand now. Twenty-three-year-old Lahoris Pickett Jr. Um, he was went on a crime spree last week. Uh, this is current news. Uh, this story was written on the eighth. Today is June ninth. Um, a, in less than an hour, he got naked at a flea market, stole a car. Why broke, would you get naked at a flea market? What home. are you on? Good question. <laughs> ripped open someone's, ripped somebody's mailbox out of the ground. And on Wednesday, he was jailed on more than two dozen charges. Um, according to News Channel 5, it all began at the TW flea market. Uh, witnesses told deputies that Pickett jumped into a coin machine, jumped onto a coin machine and started punching and kicking it. How much you want to bet he claims he has a coronavirus and it made him do it? That could be. <laughs> um, we don't know all the side effects. People inside the diner said Pickett then got on the ground, exposed his penis, <gasps> and started screaming. Uh, one customer said he jumped on his shoulders. Uh, also, he was accused of going behind the counter and touching and striking a worker. Uh, arrest reports say that he left the diner, took his clothes off in the parking lot, got into someone else's car... <laughs> naked uh the deputies arrived and found a pair of blue shorts and plaid boxers on the ground my god (laughs) they also found a backpack with a gun inside oh scary uh at 11 34 a.m a 71 year old woman who lives a few blocks away uh said Pickett drove up in a stolen car confronted her outside grabbed her hair tried to kiss her uh picked up a piece of concrete and threatened to kill her (laughs) that's scary uh, he's then accused of breaking into an RV. The man who lives in the RV tried to confront him, but Pickett pricked up a brick and threw it at him. <gasps> uh, deputies arrived. They say that Pickett tried to run. They caught him in the bed of a truck, laying down in the bed of a truck. Uh, he had a backpack that contained his wallet ID, a martial arts throwing star, handgun, scary. handgun ammunition, and a bag of synthetic marijuana also known as spice i've heard of people going crazy on spice i i didn't know that's what it was called but i've heard of synthetic marijuana mm-hmm. a long long time ago i think it might have been when it first came out or something yeah. i haven't heard and about I it years. heard about people it having a very bad effect on people yes yes i just thought that's the craziest like couple of hours a person could ever have <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. Like, <sighs> it's almost yeah. as bad. As, well, it's not almost as bad. It's not even as close. But it's still just as bad as like basalts. I mean, what else yeah. is going to come out of Florida? Yeah, this is true. This is true. Well, if you're coming out of Florida, you can let let us know. Just send us an email. Just give us the bird. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry we offend Florida. I've always just assumed it was the heat and humidity. Yeah. I mean, there are crazy people there, of course, but it is a news. It is a, a legal thing that is because there's crazy people here too. Crazy people everywhere. Uh, I'm crazy. I know. Like When I said here, I meant in this room. Oh. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> 
Anyway, if you'd like to uh, comment on any stories we did tonight, uh, just send us an email at outlandishoutcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can come to Facebook at Outlandish Outcast Podcast, leave a comment, like our page, and share, share, share. You can find us on Twitter, Outlandish Casts. The oddball out. I like the oddballs. That's why we're together. (laughs) But otherwise, go to Instagram. You can come like one of our lovely little photos there and follow us at Outlandish Outcasts. Yes, or rate and review us in whatever application you happen to be listening to the show in. Uh, also, come to the web- website, outlandishoutcast.com, and you can find links to all the stories we talked about today. Yeah, like my one with the spaghetti. There's a video on that link. So come, go definitely go definitely watch. go and watch, watch the, the video. April Fool's joke, because that spaghetti, I'm telling you. Watch the video. Try not to, if you live in Florida, try not to get in too, many, too much trouble. Don't try to break this uh, guy's record. And uh, have Yeah, it. we don't need any more decathlons. No. <laughs> Although... How how long did it take for him to do that in a matter of how It was how like much an hour time? and a half. Well, that's pretty good <laughs> yeah, because the decathlons usually time. are a couple hours. It's good, good time, good time. <laughs> good time, I guess, and yeah. if you found a treasure, you can send money to P.O. Bo- Never mind. <laughs> Just send us a comment. We'll give you our address. Yes. <laughs> anyway, have a good week, everybody. Bye.